Hey everybody and welcome to week four of I Loved Mondays, the Monday Night War Rewatch Retrospective podcast here on CKCC Radio. CKCC Radio dot Also, if you like the show or any of our other shows, feel like you would like to back us financially, you can check out patreon.com slash club kayfabe. Just last night, we made some changes to the patron site, so check out, see if there's any new cool stuff you can claim as a patron. I don't know. So this is week four of the Monday Night War. It is September 25th, 1995, also known as... The first time Raw was actually live during the Monday Night War. Because at the time, what they did is they would be in a town on Monday night. And they would do a live Raw and then tape two more episodes. And this is the first time they were actually live during the Monday Night War. But first we start with Nitro. Live from the Florence Civic Center in Florence, South Carolina. Top of the show, we're told, Happy Rosh Hashanah. The Jewish New Year. Tonight we'll learn more about Hogan and what's up with Savage and Luger. But first, Alex Wright versus the debuting Disco Inferno. Now, Mongo tells us to stay tuned because we all know San Francisco is going to win that game. I've got news for you all. San Francisco will go on to lose that game of Monday Night Football to the Detroit Lions who will have won their first game of the season that night. Now back to Alex Wright versus Goferno. See, Alex Wright was always a pretty good worker. Um, the thing is, is he just had weird and tough gimmicks to do stuff with. I mean, the fans liked him. But it's like, we didn't techno and that kind of stuff wasn't big for another four or five years. He was before his time, brother. And of course, Disco Inferno was, well... Disco Inferno. Alex Wright wins with the backslide. We go to a promo of Hulk Hogan supposedly backstage, and he's wearing a neck brace, and he says, Everyone thought I was dead, but I haven't even missed a workout, brother. And and I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something, dude. You might have a monster truck, but I have my own even bigger Hulk Hogan monster truck. And we're gonna fight our monster trucks, and then if that, that then that's not enough, then we'll fight, and and I'll put you put my title on the line, and I'm gonna bury the giant right next to where I buried his father. So yes, Hulk Hogan just uh, proposed the wrestle crap entry of the sumo monster truck match. Yeah. Where they're going to be on the roof. With the monster trucks. And then they go off the roof. And there's the infamous moment of... Was that the... Riverside of the building? Or the the parking lot side? And... Eric Bischoff's like, what's the difference? And Bobby Heenan just rolls his eyes at him. Because if he fell and the river was there, he's alive. If he fell and 
the parking lot, he very, at, at the very least, broke a few things. You stupid bastard. Anyway, and it's awful, and it's dumb, and then they freaking title match later, and Hogan crushes them. Stupid, 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 stupid. But back to the main show. Mean Gene's in there, and they reset the whole Savage and Lex stuff. Savage is in the ring in gear. Lex shows up in his gear, which, again, for Lex is trunks, elbow pads, and boots. So he's like, I'm naked, and I'm going to come out here and yell at you. Um, he says this is a lack of respect, and I'm sick and tired of it. And I see that what it's going to take is the old beating the hell out of each other for us to gain that respect. So they're like, how about a match next week? So we are now, last week, they were essentially, let's fight this week. No, next week. And now we're on that next week, and they're saying another next week. Lex Luger says, if you beat me, you'll get my future title shot, and I'll leave the WCW. Macho Man accepts. And now, we literally had the Hulk Hogan promo, not even five minutes later. Official Halloween Havoc advertisement. Halloween Havoc, October 29th, machine versus machine. And then they'll fight for the title. And they already have, like, a graphic of both of their monster trucks. It's crazy. We go back to action. It's Kurosawa with Colonel Parker versus Sergeant Pittman. So I used the old Google machine to find out that Kurosawa was Manabu Nakanishi, who retired a few a couple years ago. Nakanishi at this time was four years away from winning the G1 Climax. They both wrestle very well, actually, but we have no reason to actually care. And Kurosawa wins with a German suplex, which they constantly refer to in commentary as a belly-to-back, which officially, yes, it's a belly-to-a-back and a suplex, but that's the fucking German suplex. So Kurosawa wins with German suplex. We then go to Mean Gene, who's in the ring with Arne Anderson and Brian Pillman. They give hints that they are forming a four horsemen without Ric Flair. And Arne essentially says, See, Rick, you uh, pretty much crapped on everybody for, for the last ten or so years, but you always had me backing you up. And now you don't have me backing you up. And now everyone's coming to collect, and you can't find yourself a partner to fight me and Pillman. So, uh, what you gonna do, brother? You ain't gonna do shit. This week on Saturday Night, Dusty debuts as co-host. Johnny B. Bad versus Sting for the United States Championship. The new tag team champions, the American Males, will be in action. And the Giant and the Taskmaster respond to Hogan, which I'm uh, guessing they're going to accept the match because it's already been advertised. Then we get Randy Savage versus Kevin Sullivan. They reshow that Baywatch thing where he gets attacked while doing the push-ups. I mean, it's push-ups, the bench press. Zodiac's at ringside. Savage runs at Sullivan. Zodiac attacks him. And remember, Zodiac is Ed Leslie, a.k.a. Bruce Beefcake, who eventually becomes a disciple. And yes, at one point, he was the booty man. And his finisher was the high knee. Get it? Get it? Referee eventually throws the match out. Not because of 
constant interference by the Zodiac. No, it's because Macho Man shoved the referee. Um, even though referee looked directly at him and Zodiac fighting. Like, for a full minute before this. Uh, so dumb. So dumb. Like, right to end the match that in, in a DQ or a no contest. But wrong guy and the wrong reason. <laughs> but there were so many reasons before it to go the other way. Just dumb, dumb, dumb. But he uh, stacks him up and drops an elbow on him. He starts beating the hell out of Sullivan in the corner. The giant shows up. And this is how you get a big guy over, brother dudes. He just grabs Macho off of him. And he choke slams him. Then some jabrones come out. They all get choke slammed. Alex Wright tries to do a dive on the giant. Giant catches him. Slams him down. Luger shows up. He stands over the Macho Man. But before anything he can say or do or help or anything like that. Freaking giant grabs him. Choke slams him. And Lex Luger's match is next. So Lex Luger is in the ring, not standing, when Mang shows up for the match. Lex Luger versus Mang. Uh, essentially, Mang just whoops that dude's ass, but he just keeps kicking out too. Kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out, kick out. We learn Hogan will be at Nitro next week in Denver, Colorado. Meng eventually has to cheat to win. So again, this kind of shits on Meng, but puts Luger over how he just it, he he got wrecked by the giant, but it took his opponent cheating to beat him. He pulls out a spike, gets him with a spike. We then go to commentary for the last minute again. Anticlimactic. Don't like it. Just throw it out. And. With the match ending, and just say, see you next week, and go away. But they don't do it, and neither show does this. They always throw back the commentary for, like, the last minute. Next week, on Nitro, Hogan will be here. The American Mouse, the Nasty Boys, Damalenko, and Luger versus Macho, maybe because this is the third time we were supposed to have it. And that was Nitro. <laughs> And now Raw, live, remember, this is the first time it was live during the Monday Night War. Live from the Civic Auditorium, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Last night on your, in your house. So, um, Owen was missing the entire show. So, they allowed, so, Bulldog was allowed to wrestle the match officially as one half of the tag team champions for this one night only. Owen shows up mid-match. The referee allows him to take the place of back. Diesel and Sean win. Cornette calls bullshit. Has a meeting with the Monster the next day. The tag team titles are returned. And they say, well, you're going to have to have that rem that match again eventually. But tonight, you're going to wrestle the Smoking Guns. And it's going to be for the titles. We have Skip with Sonny versus Marty Jannetty. It's apparently... One of Marty Jannetty's returns to WWE. Um, just remember that Chris Candido was NWA champion earlier that year. Um, they pull that whole, like, make the girl think you're her boyfriend. So she, like, hugs or kisses you. And then she realizes that you're not his boy not her boyfriend. 
So she goes to slap you, but then you duck, and then she slaps her boyfriend. That classic thing. Dean Douglas is shown outside taking notes, which made me laugh because the reason why uh, Candida won the NWA title the year before was because the year before was when Shane Douglas won the NWA title, threw it away, and claimed the ECW title was a World Heavyweight Championship, and now they're both in WWE getting shit on. They advertised the hotline, but it's actually covered up this time. This match just goes way too long, and Jannetty wins with a rocker dropper, followed by a top rope fist drop. Then they reset the tag title thing again, and we get the match. Owen and Yoko versus the Smoking Guns, which is boring and goes way too long again. An issue WWE is having over WCW at this point is WWE's matches are just too long. And not interesting. They don't have good workers at this point, really. On an overall basis. Uh, Yoko and Owen have a momentary miscommunication as Yoko ends up splashing onto Owen. And the Smoking Guns win the tag team titles. Next week on Raw, Jean-Pierre Lafitte versus Brett again. And Razor versus Kid again. And then Sean and Diesel show up to celebrate with Billy and Bart, the new tag team champions. Doc Hendricks... At the uh, entrance ramp. He's got Gorilla Monsoon, who's still interim president. At the next In Your House, it's it'll be October 22nd in Winnipeg. We've got Undertaker versus Mabel. Gold Dust's in-ring debut. The British Bulldog gets the title shot against Diesel. We have Bret Hart will get the winner at Survivor Series. Also on the show, the IC title on the line as Shawn Michaels... Defends against Dean Douglas. This will be when Shawn Michaels uh, is hurt. Dean Douglas gets the title on default. He has to face Razor for the title. And this is the first defense right away. And Razor shits on him. Our main event is Bulldog versus The Undertaker. This is a taker at the point where he had the purple gloves and boots. Mabel is watching from the aisle. Waylon Mercy is watching from the crowd. And I swear there were three commercial breaks during this match. Which really, like maybe at the time, when you were actually watching the commercials and stuff, I don't know. But like, it's really disjointed now. All these years later, watching on a, watching on the peak, watching on the cock. Taker hits a chokeslam, Mabel gets in the ring. Bulldog hits a knee to Taker's back, which makes Mabel catch him. And he hits belly to belly. Bulldog then goes for the ring power slam. Of course, his match has been thrown away at this point. At this point, big leg drop by Yoko. Diesel and Sean come in, run off the bad guys, and then more bad guys show up. We get Owen and Yoko show up. Then, smoking guns return, and then there's a big standoff between the good guys and the bad guys. Good guys in the ring, bad guys outside the ring. Taker gets to his feet, and all the bad guys leave while we're in another ad. For the WrestleMania special on Fox this weekend at 11 p.m., which I'm guessing was just the two main events because that's the only things they advertised was the two main events and the special guests. So I'm guessing they're only going to show off the guests and the two main events for that special WrestleMania special. And then Vince and Lola wrap up the show for a very long time 
And the entire time, it's HBK and Diesel posing and dancing in the ring. Um, it's just a very long time. Like, at least when WCW do it, it's like the last minute. But this was like three to five minutes of Vincent Lawler just telling you what happened on the show and what and what might be happening next week. While all that's going on is Sean's doing his dancing and fake stripping and Diesel's like, uh, I'm the shit. Just ask me. Um, and that wraps Raw that week. Uh, new segment here on the show. It's the BimmerBum.com match of the night. BimmerBum.com. If you are a BMW enthusiast and to be more specific, a Z-Series owner or enthusiast, check out BimmerBum.com. B-I-M-M-E-R-B-U-M.com for parts and merchandise. But uh, the BimmerBum.com match of the night is Kurosawa with Colonel Parker versus Sergeant Pittman. No reason to care, but it was the best work match that night. I-M-H-O. And as a result, I preferred Nitro this week. Um, better matches. Maybe not better storylines, but better matches. And Nitro gets a 2.7. And Raw with a 1.9. That is now the lowest rating so far. And the biggest ass whooping by point eight for Nitro. So Nitro wins this week, and I agree. So, yeah. Next week is week five. It's October 2nd, 1995. We're into a new month. And uh, we'll see you then.